An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. What's up? This is Vic Ruggiero from the Slackers, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. To a very special episode of An Elegant Weapon, episode 176. My name is Jay, the Jedi Ross, and you're in for a treat tonight, kids. I've been doing this podcast for about three years, as you just heard, 176 episodes. And tonight, tonight, a great goal and a measurable mission has been accomplished. Back in 2000, a band was introduced to me. This band was called the Slackers. The Slackers are a ska, soul, reggae, Jamaican rock and roll band out of New York City, and this band changed my life. I've seen them live throughout the Ontario area 25 times. Uh, it was a very special show at which this episode was recorded. It was the Slackers playing at Lee's Palace in Toronto on November 16th. And I was there, and as always, it was amazing. For my 25th time, it was amazing. 
this is one of those bands that for me moves my soul more than any other i know all of you out there have that one band that is just so unbelievably personal to you that you just can't even fathom how it works out that way but it did the slackers are that for me they are the soundtrack of my life nothing gives me the feels gives me the ass shakes gives me the happy good times like the music of the slackers and tonight i bring to you a very special guest that guest he's the saxophone player for the slackers he's a founding member and he's a very very influential presence in the ska community over the past 25 30 years ladies and gentlemen tonight i bring to you a conversation with disco dave that's right mr dave hilliard of the slackers there's not much I can say. Uh, I could close the, the the whole show out on this. I could just end the podcast and be 100% satisfied with its run. That's how important this episode is to me. And uh, I was nervous. Uh, I fully admit, I was nervous. And I don't get nervous too often. But with this individual who has just been such a presence in my life for so long, uh, you know, it was kind of hard to keep it together but I think I managed and he was very gracious and we had a cool conversation um, I really enjoyed having it of course when I was done I, I thought of a million other things I could have asked him but I was getting to the point that I was actually so overwhelmed he probably would have went an hour with me no problem uh, but only went like half an hour because I was just so overwhelmed that I had it wasn't that I couldn't think of a question it was I just had too many in my head so since the conversation had gone so well I just kind of wanted to quit while I was ahead and sometimes when podcasting you just got to do what feels right and that's what felt right and after hanging out with Dave though I'm sure that uh, I might be able to get the opportunity to talk to him again in the future and uh, yeah so here it is. It was a dream of mine, and hopefully you enjoy uh, it coming to fruition. Ladies and gentlemen, my conversation with Mr. Dave Hilliard of The Slackers. Welcome back to Toronto, man. Thank you very much. It's very, very cool. You know, uh, being from the area, I'm a little bit biased, but I like to think that by now Toronto is a bit of a second home for you guys. Well. You know, but you must have so many second homes everywhere at this point, no? Yeah, I mean, I'm lucky, you know, when get to, I get to tour around and uh, see all my friends that way, you know, once or twice a year. Sometimes I, tend to, I think I forget about my friends in New York City just because I don't. <laughs> you know, don't get to see them as much. If I'm not, if I'm not at a gig, I'm not yeah, yeah. going out as much. You know? Do you guys actually have homes? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a home. I have a home. I have a son and a wife. You know, my son's uh, eleven now, so it's uh, yeah, it's always a strange, you know, being away for a hundred something days of the year. You yeah, know? yeah. You never get used to it, even after all these years. Um, well, I mean, I'm used to it. I know what's going to happen. I know the cycles, but it right, doesn't right, necessarily right. make it easier. Um, so I know what's going to happen. Is the son following in the footsteps at all? No. No, not at all? It's no interest? <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's taking his first music class now. Um, he's playing the baritone horn, which is like a little tuba. Yeah. I don't know if he's really that enthusiastic about it, though. Right on. Uh, what came first for you? Was it the sax or the ska? I actually, first instrument I played was the recorder and the crumb horn because my 
mother was into medieval music. What? Right on. It was the 1970s, you know. Like harps and like... The, the, you know, like hand drums and... Kind of like, 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 like women with flowers in their hair okay, and, and yeah, you yeah, know, just, flowing medieval robes right, kind of right. stuff. Like I said, it was the 1970s. Um, and uh, yeah, so she started, she was playing it. I basically picked it up because um, it was around the house and I was able to do it. And then I took a few music lessons and then I dropped it, you know, because it wasn't necessarily the coolest thing. That I was When I was 13, I started playing um saxophone and uh yeah i, I basically wanted to play saxophone because i heard scott here I, I was specifically the beat um i wanted to sound like saxophone from the beat right right so that was my thing that's great man that's awesome i first saw you guys well my quick little story a friend comes over to my house back in like 2000 2001 i think it was mm-hmm. and uh, he plays me a song half the time mm-hmm. and I could not believe what I was hearing. It was just one of those like insta hooked situations, oh, right? Great, yeah. So we went out. The first time I saw you was in Guelph at the mm-hmm. Trash, mm-hmm. way back when. Yeah. And back then, it was just a pure like stomp the floor skank and ska party. And what it felt like, it was like fifteen of you like on stage at the time. Mm-hmm. Now, since then, the lineup has changed, but it's been pretty solid with what it is for quite a few years now. And I felt yeah. more of a... That's when, like, the the real soul started to come into it. It feels like when Glenn kind of went to the forefront as, you mm-hmm. know, the front guy. Mm-hmm. It, things got really soulful in Motown. It was, is, am I missing out, or is that something? No, like, it was definitely... Yeah, I mean, it was like Glenn got a promotion, basically. <laughs> and uh, it was, like, in 2003 mm-hmm. now. So it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he came to the forefront, and then we just... You know, him and Vic really worked on the harmonies, and you know, these their singing became really important. You know, for the the thing. Yeah. I think things changed when that happened, man. Like, the, man, the ladies swooned over Glenn. Like, what a showman! Like, the show. It was already known what a crazy show you guys put on, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now it's morphed into. It's weird because you got you have fewer members than at one time, but you sound fuller. Like just over the years, I guess. Well, I think we learned how to cover up all the spaces. You know, just, okay, that's right just on. getting more. Yeah. Yeah professional i guess right do you guys ever just like rehearse if it's not for like writing new songs or new albums? oh yeah, yeah yeah for sure yeah just like we i have, guess we have performance rehearsals sometimes or we're not happy with how certain tunes are being played we'll try to figure out a way to play them oh right on. Mm-hmm. you recently on facebook you were asking the fans you're like come on hit us with ones we haven't played yeah well that's why i'm trumping for next year you know next year's our 25th anniversary yeah so we haven't really been i haven't really been able to address you know those those tunes yet but that's one of my goals is to get some of those tunes that people wanted to hear into the rotation a bit more yeah well that's what's almost like a game at every slacker show is you know it must be hard for you guys to hear all the songs being yelled at you and then there was the year i remember when the cell phones started mm. and it was easy as you know glenn just taking a look at the cell phones and seeing what everybody wanted to play you know yeah and, yeah uh, I got Make Me Smile out of you guys one time for that. No. Oh. Held up the phone and he was like, yeah, right on, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we have a lot of tunes. That's the, that's the problem is like, you know, the, the, the poll also revealed too that we have like 200 songs that people wanted to hear or something like that. So it's like out of 300 and something. So it's like, okay, <laughs> well, you're not going to get all of them. It's just, it's just physically impossible. Yeah. You know, we can't. No one wants to hear us. We can't play for four hours straight every night and right. be able to do it, you know. Right. 
That's got to feel really cool, though, that it's not like that there are so many songs that so many people individually want to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, no, that was, that was, it was flattering. It's yeah. flattering, you know, yeah. there's a lot of, we have a lot of, I think it's like 15 albums or something like that. I forget. Well, with the, you know, with little EPs or this and yes, that. That's what I mean. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's like something like that. Yeah, it's got to be hard to keep track. Is it hard to keep track of old songs? Like, do you ever need, like, reference like bust out the old albums the kind of I'm relatively I'm one of the better ones in the band from remembering the tunes okay <laughs> I have a pretty good memory once I played it and it's locked in I tend to remember it um, sometimes though I mean I have trouble remembering like if I if I'm playing the harmony I have trouble remembering the melody I have to think about it you know if I'm not playing it I have to think about it right Hence rehearsals I'll play yeah, this, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. Sometimes you forget some. Most of the stuff I remember, though, I remember pretty well. There's just a couple of the tunes that we did never played, and we learned it in the studio. You know, that we learned at the time we were recording it, and then we never played it live. So those were like, right, yeah. There's like maybe twenty or thirty of those tunes that I really couldn't tell you what the fuck. Really, but <laughs> well, I mean, there's a bunch of them now. Like I said, we have a couple hundred tunes. So. Yeah, that's 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 a great thing. Are you? Are you comfortable with this kind of position you wouldn't put in as, for lack of better words, like a godfather of American ska sort of thing, you know? Like, your name's always mentioned there when people are talking about, you know, everything that kind of started in the 90s, at least from what I read, you know mm. what I mean, with Hepcat and everything, like... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just trying to contribute something, you know, while I'm here. Well, you've <laughs> done so much more well, that, than that, just that, your that, songs, though. Like, how many bands and musicians have you guys inspired at the same time? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, some, a few, a few. Definitely, you know, it's it's always feels good in bands that and people I've met. You know, and I really like their, you know, like what they play, and then they say, "Oh, we're inspired." But um, you know, I wouldn't say it's like a huge ubiquitous influence we have right. you know we're just trying to pass something on you know yeah. to, to try to play stuff that we enjoy playing and do our own thing with it and hopefully inspire somebody else to carry it along a little yeah. bit too you know well it's always fun because you bring them along too like i think one of the, my favorite opening acts you guys ever brought was westbound train hmm. when you guys played here with them that was they were wonderful they were now it's been like seven or eight years ago right? yeah it was a little back now but mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's, you guys have gotten around Toronto too I mean mostly I think you've played Lee's but I've seen you at the Horseshoe we played the Horseshoe a couple the, times the Mod Club was one year right yeah that was a weird year because there was that like like German rockabilly like type like space band they all had like Nintendo parts like taped yeah, in okay. <laughs> yes yes the opening the other, there was two shows and the show before us was very strange yeah and then um Back in the day, we used to play some shows on Spadina too. At a couple of places, we played the we played uh, uh, what the hell, a place in Chinatown that was upstairs. It's closed now, and uh, another place at the far end of Spadina, where it becomes a circle. Right, there right. was a gig up there too. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys played the Opera House maybe once or twice. We too. did play the Opera House yeah, once. Yeah. Or twice. Do you remember? Uh, I'm, maybe Toronto was one of your earlier stops, being out of New York, fairly close. Do you, um, do you remember the early days of? We started playing here in the late '90s. Yeah, it was like um, after we had our first two albums out, we started playing Toronto. Yeah, it took a minute to yeah. get going. Yeah, that's all right. So you guys get to play such cool places. What's it like, uh, you know, doing the grind in North America? And I'm uh, sure, you know, having fun all the time. And then, you know, a culture shock like Japan. Like, what's it like to play over there? Is it the, 
you know, I, I don't even know what to ask. You know what I mean? Because it's such a different culture, and I know they love ska there. Right? Yeah, they really like ska. Yeah. And they, they they listen really well. Um, you know, I think. Uh, um, I think that the, the, you know, the, um, yeah, it's just, they listen really well to music. Um, they have different customs and different ways of acting. Um, and I think it's really just the Japanese compared to everywhere else, because Korea didn't seem as strange. Even though I couldn't understand what they were saying, I, I felt like I understood them better. Okay. In terms of their body language. They just have a very distinct cultural attitude towards life that's, you know, every... I like that. I like things being different. It, it makes me sad when you think that it's all, you know, the world's just becoming one thing, you know, that it, that it's, we're losing our individuality. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's always, but it's always, you know, then again, I'm probably contributing to that by <laughs> homogenizing music around. No, I think, no, you guys, in with, you guys kind of exemplify like variety. There's so much different parts of your music. Mm. I went to Scotland in, <clears throat> I think it was 2010, and I stayed in a hostel in the grass market in Edinburgh there, mm -hmm. in the old town, and not till the very last day that I noticed a flyer in the lobby of the hostel that said, a week later, the Slackers and I think the Pie Tasters mm -hmm. were playing Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, how can I stay another week? How can I... Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, you know, because they've got an old school connection to Ska there. Does that come out? Do you feel like, um, you know... To a certain extent. I mean, yeah, England... And Scotland, like the UK in general, they got um. They have they they had the two tone thing, and then they've had reggae for a long time. So the, yeah, they definitely have some roots, and it's more normal to meet, you know, some fifty year old guy who likes ska and knows about Trojan or right, right. you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it's yeah. not it's not a rare thing. Right. It's it's a pretty norm normal. That's awesome. It's a normal thing. Just like if you ask people about the Beatles or the Rolling Stones or something, you know, you're you're just as likely to get a pretty. It's not, it's not as popular as that, but it's still a, a pretty normal thing for someone to be into. And and so the, yeah, it's cool. Sometimes at the shows, these older Sky guys show up and they and they and they hang out and they they dig it, and that that feels good that you're bridging generations and stuff. Yeah, sure, absolutely. I mean. Most ska fans nowadays, at least with this, you know, kind of indie resurgence over, well, it's been so long, you can't really say that now, but I, we can't believe how it's not a more popular thing. Like, it's the happiest music on earth, you know, as Bob said, it's like the rhythm of the working man, yet a lot of people, it's almost a novelty, reggae and ska, to like kind of normal people, I find. Like whenever you hear Bob on the radio, it's hey Bob Marley because it's a sunny day. You know what I mean? Like right. Well, well yeah. Well, I, don't, I think the, the slackers were kind of they were the opposite of the, you know, for for ska and reggae, we're the, we're like the pessimists. The yeah. Our album <laughs> covers are dark, and our, we tend to have a. Well, that's what it, it, hits it, you. You're it, dirty, you're dirty and raw. It, you know? Edgy. We have an edgier vibe about us. You know, yeah. we're not all smiles and sunshine yeah yeah you guys go on a, a swell of like emotions you know a lot of your songs can be so happy and then you know ones that's just got you kind of internalizing type stuff and yeah well that's a, we try to have different moods on the albums you know not just have one thing you know well they're each so that is one thing they're so distinct yet they're all slackers albums right like, through right. and through yeah, exactly but yeah there's a tiny little something to yeah, each one exactly well yeah. that's what we try to do try to keep so we aren't just repeating ourselves, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it, you never know what's coming. And I remember uh, 
like the Boss Harmony sessions were, was one when I was like, wow, this got raw. This got, mm-hmm. you guys really, you know, went for a few different things. Yeah, but you're trying know. some different stuff and some of those like demos kind of thing. And yeah, it was supposed to be like an official bootleg almost. Yeah, which is very cool. Um, I don't know. I got a million, million questions. I'm not going to take up your whole night, but uh, maybe some simple ones. What are some of your favorite songs to play? Oh, well, in in, in general. Are there just too many to kind of pick? Or, or well, I mean, in, in is the there world? one you always look forward to playing at a show? Is there one song? Oh, yeah, a like? Slacker song. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you know, that can that can vary a lot. I mean, I've been enjoying a bunch of the new stuff. Um, I think we we got some really good horn lines on the um, new album, so I've been enjoying um, tunes like "The Boss" and "I Want to Be Your Girl." Like the horn lines in those, I really enjoy playing. Um, I always enjoy playing old days, although we don't play that all the time. That's sort of my, I don't know, it's my ballad. Right. On. You know, <laughs> I just feel, you're a saxophone player, you should have a ballad. So that's, that's my ballad. Right. On. <laughs> you got yeah. a little romance in there at some time. Yeah, <laughs> well, you got to play something that sound, it would sound good if you're just playing it on a street corner, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, let me ask you just about uh, well my favorite all time slacker song is Sarah okay very simple yeah, yeah, old right. school song um, tell well, me a bit about how Sarah came together because I just love that song well that's, that's really like Vic's tune you know it's about yeah. his ex-girlfriend and, yeah, and it's it's a little quirky it has like a little swing kind of thing and like a um, yeah it's like a swing tune and uh, it's got that like little bit of tense aggression to it I think yeah well. yeah there's you like know, that, that edge like, yeah 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 and also bitterness I guess you know yeah yeah. I think that's why I like Make Me Smile too it's got that, that yeah Make Me Smile is, is sad yeah you know sad. it's you know but then songs like Lil Joe and stuff and you're like hey I'm so you know yeah that, well, that, was, that was simple <laughs> that, Lil Joe was just trying to keep me to keep my, I was something I was singing to my son to keep him from crying literally really you're kidding that's yeah. where that song comes from that song comes from that's, that's, that's awesome. how I wrote it it came to me when I was like trying to Literally trying to walking around repeating the chorus. Wow, that's that's very cool. Um, I'm done. One of my goals is to attend one of your booze cruises. Okay. Uh, I've never even been to New York City, and I feel bad because I'm right up in Toronto. It shouldn't be a hard trip. No, for it's me. Not, there are a fair amount of Canadians that come down for those. Um, yeah, it's become quite a you know a vacation destination. Yeah. Um, but um, <sighs> yeah, it's a uh, booze cruises. Um, yeah, they're, they're they're a nice thing. It's a tr- nice tradition that we've yeah. been having. See, it's weird for me. Like, even though you, like you're originally a California guy, right? Mm-hmm. And but now, like the the slackers are so New York City. Like they're a New York City band, right? Mm-hmm. And and Vic, I hate to like I don't want to say the word, but like he's like a, so stereotypically like he's he just is, the embodiment of kind of what is, you but, what, but what, what a Toronto guy would expect a Brooklyn guy to be like. Right, you know? but, but he's actually from the Bronx, you know. But it, but it's, okay, right. But See, I don't even know. But, but it, it's like you know the thing with Vic is he probably spent more time at this point in his life living in the suburbs than in the city, you know. Oh yeah. You know, but it, it's like he has the accent, you know, and the, oh, and, yeah. the, and the attitude and stuff. So it's like yeah, you know, it's it's part of our trademark is his voice. Oh, it's you know, and you guys it, they blend so well together too, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Glenn's doing it, like what went wrong? That's just a powerful song. When you guys yeah. do what went wrong, that's you know that's when the girls are like, you can look around the room and be like, the girls are yours at that moment. They're all here. <laughs> you know, it's you can it's only a pretty hope, cool thing you know? to see. You know what I mean? 
So, uh, Dave, I won't take up any more of your time. I'm tonight is my 25th slacker show. Oh, right on. I'm very, very excited. Well, you know, next year, next year is our 25th anniversary. I know, right? So there's Isn't a lot crazy? of coincidence. Yeah. Well, I, I'm lucky that you guys always do almost a mini tour around here. It's always either London, Guelph, or here. I can see you usually. Yeah. I, I don't think you're doing Guelph. No, we're not doing Guelph. Or, we you guys it. are kind of spreading out more. You just did Montreal? Yeah, we did Montreal and some Quebec stuff, yeah. That was good shows? Well, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Montreal was really good. Um, What was I going to say? So yeah, 25th anniversary, and the last thing is we got a new album coming out, so that will be available to the general public in February. Very exciting. I just saw on Facebook literally like 20 minutes ago uh, some 45s, like production style 45s you guys are releasing or something like that? The, 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 those are the one. no, those are the test pressings. Okay. They're nice. waiting for me when I get home. Yeah, and most of your guys' stuff is available on vinyl somewhere, right? No, here and there. Here and there, it sells yeah, out. You get a search for it's, uh, that's the thing with vinyl. You know, it's 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 uh, you know, there's only so much of it. Hot commodity. Exactly. <laughs> Very cool, Dave. Have an awesome show tonight, man. All right, thanks. can't wait for it. Okay, man. Cool. We'll see you out there. You cheat, you lie, you talk about my friends to their face, their back. Will it never end? Why you wanna be a face of my crowd? Your place.